2: Can you hear me now? Oh yeah But okay. now Okay uh, Maybe I was a little far back I think our mics Are a little hot Here uh, Mike Started the show Yep yeah. So what are you doing?
3: Nothing dude Just been uh, Hanging out uh, Microwaved a, a brat Took a little cat nap
2: Microwaved a sausage? A leftover brat oh. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna grill Some more burgers tonight Oh fuck yeah! You're really hitting the grill hard on this July. Oh
3: yeah, just a grill fest.
2: That's good. I Uh, like it.
3: Yes, it's it's been decent.
2: I love brats, man. That's like that's got to be top five on the grill. Oh yeah. They're just so good. They really are. Uh, What do you? What do you usually get?
3: Uh, I I got no go-to yet. I'm still young in the game.
2: Uh, but you, you go Johnsonville or you go like the Kroger brand or the uh, King Supas brand or what do you do
3: uh, I've done both this last time around I went Johnsonville the time before that I went uh, Supers Kroger what do you think I mean I have more experience the second time around so I, I cooked them better
2: oh, okay so you cooked yeah. which, which ones better the Johnsonvilles
3: yeah the Johnsonvilles cook better
2: good yeah those are the best
3: but the, uh, the disadvantage with the Johnsonville is since they're curved, they're hard to, uh, you know, rotate and get the, uh, get the, get the sides of the corners.
2: Oh, like... Yeah, you know
3: all brats have corners, Eric.
2: Yeah, you're talking like it's more, it's, they're more banana-shaped? Yeah. And the Kroger ones are just, like, schlongs?
3: Yeah, they're just
2: your classic dinks. Okay. Hot dog <laughs> style. Okay. No, so I still don't... Like, you're trying to get... You really only need to get two sides. Is it? You're trying to get all four? That's why it's tempting. I'm an amateur
3: at this. I I thought I had to get a nice char on all four sides. Maybe not char, but, you know, some some color. Yeah.
2: No, usually the color will creep its way around, and you only really got to do two, but you could try it. I mean, I've done it. You can stand... On the one side, you can stand them up, but on the on the throat of the brat, if you will, <laughs> it's it's not going to happen. Yeah. That'd be a pretty yeah, good balancing I, I did act. Some,
3: I, try, I tried to, like, lean it and shit. I don't know.
2: Yeah. No, I, 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 been, I'm a
3: terrible grill expert, but, Eric, this is a perfect opportunity for me to uh, tease the fact that we will be hosting Cooking with Short Shorts with our friend Jason, Texas Tan Man, Tuna. Tonight?
2: Mm-hmm oh no next week oh excellent excellent that's perfect So, uh, fire i thought i thought you're gonna fucking talk about your main event mustard
3: oh no my main, oh that would be a perfect <laughs> opportunity for a main event mustard but i'm not a mustard guy eric
2: okay no but that's awesome do we do we know what we're talking about next week there is that a t that that's to be seen T- That's TBD. TBD. I said he
3: can do some grill time favorite if we wants. some little summertime grill action, but it's it's open it's open to his interpretation. It's cooking with short shorts. You never know what's going to happen in that kitchen.
2: Yeah. yeah, that sounds fun, man. We've been uh, we've been going real hard on this house shit. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. which is like, it's super exciting. I'm not trying to act like a bummer, like it's awesome, but it's a pain in the ass. But yeah, I could go for just, What I'm saying is I can't wait to be settled in and just be able to take a chill Sunday and eat some brats and do the whole summer thing, you know, it's been hot. Oh, yeah. as, it's been hot as fuck out here, though. What's is Denver like that?
3: Yeah, we uh, we hit 100 yesterday.
2: Yeah, dude, it's getting hot as shit.
3: Yeah, even the nights aren't as cold as they should be here. I mean, we're in the high desert, so traditionally the nights will get down to like sixty degrees, and get like what feels like a, a fall night almost in Peoria.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: But uh, last couple of days, it's it's creeping down to maybe seventy, like it's above room temperature outside at nighttime, which that's 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 my solace. Yeah, as a high desert. Plains boy, prairie dog in the high desert.
2: Yeah, (laughs) prairie dog in the high desert, pulling all nighters. (laughs) Um, I dude, I've been on Facebook for the last two hours. It's been horrible. What
3: the? How can you spend two hours on Facebook?
2: Because a marketplace. I I I mean, it's all my fault. I put up. (laughs) I literally put. Have you ever sold anything on Marketplace?
3: No, I didn't even know this existed till a week ago when someone at work showed me it. I'm like, "What the fuck's Marketplace?" It's essentially like yeah. a an
2: uh, Craigslist or anything like, like
3: Craigslist that. through Facebook,
2: right? Yeah, it's just like a Craigslist or any of those other. Yeah, you just buy and sell shit. Uh, so yeah, it's nothing. I mean, it's nothing against the the app really. I don't. I mean, it's just like the rest of them. But just selling shit is extremely frustrating. I mean, it's horrible. And I put up like, I don't know, man. I I put up like fifteen items or more, uh, in like a in in like a half an hour, an hour period. Uh huh. And then it just went bananas, dude. Phone phone was um blowing up, dude. My my lap was bumping, okay. (laughs) And your y- sale almost your <laughs> fire sale. It, it was a fire sale. I'm glad you said that, because it, it really is. I mean these prices are ridiculous. This is like that's the kind of mood I'm in, like, no, shit needs to go. We're moving. Come get this fucking shit. Yeah, it's ten bucks. You you read right, motherfucker. People are like yeah. people are like, are you it's ten dollars? I'm like, yeah, fucking ten bucks, dude. Ten dollars. Come over here for ten bucks and get this shit. <laughs> and they still and they still want to talk about it forever. It's like that's what's pissing me off. Like I get it. Like they don't understand that I'm talking to 40 people at the same time.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, interestingly enough, I've I've heard a lot of stories lately of people complaining about buying and selling shit either on marketplace or craigslist and the same stories on both ends, you know? Like either the the seller isn't being transparent or like, in your case, it's just a bunch of idiots like, oh, I'll be there in ten minutes and, like, never show up. Yeah. And other people are just like, ah, we'll see. And then they show up at your front door five minutes later.
2: Yeah, I mean, some people are, I mean, it's it ranges, everything you can think of is there. I mean, you got the people that just say, is this item available? And you're like, yes. And then you never hear from them again. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm glad you checked in on me, you fucking asshole. Yeah and then you waste time yeah and then you get like like this lady just did me so dirty dude like it took everything I could to not go insane it's just like <laughs> it's not worth it but like sometimes it's very hard for me to hold back but she she went she this is what she did to me she wanted more pictures I always want more pictures it's like what the fuck do you what do you want to see it's a fucking chair it's got four legs and you sit in it you need any more fucking details Real. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, so she wants more... Or no, so this is how I go. She says, I, I just wish there was more pictures. And I was like, well, what do you want to see? I can get more pictures. I just want this thing gone. And and mind you, this thing's up for like $15. And it's a nice-ass chair. Like, it's it's worth 15 bucks any day of the week. I'm just like... She's like, I want more pictures. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, and does it have a, a footstool? And I'm like, no, it doesn't have a footstool. I don't know where it went. Somebody probably took it or who knows, you know, no footstool. Yeah. It's, it's like a glider rocking chair. It'd be good for like a nursery, you know, or something to rock a baby. Oh, uh, I got you. But anyway, the, the footstool has gone. So I said, no footstool. What do you want to see? I'll get you more pictures. Well, I just wanted to see uh, under the cushions to see if it's worn out or not. So I go downstairs, I pop off the cushions, and I take the pictures, and I send them to her, and then walk upstairs, and then the cell phone blowing up again. And I look at it; it's like, I really want one with a footstool, but thank you. I'm like, I told you that before. I got the pictures. Why the fuck did you make me take the pictures?
3: She got cold feet, Eric. <sighs> she got off, she got off the phone with you, and she's like. Damn it! I really wanted one with the footstool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah.
3: what? I, I I don't care. I I am not gonna wait for him to call me back. I'm just gonna text him.
2: Well, no, it's all over. I mean, one lady gave me her phone number, but it's traditionally it's all over message, which I agree makes it choice as annoying. Oh I, yeah,
3: then so you gotta open up the app and.
2: Yeah, I like the. I just like the call. You know. Yeah. Or when I'm the buyer, when I'm the buyer, I usually just say, uh, yeah, I want to look at it. Where are you at? And just immediately go save, save all your fucking questions about dimensions and about how old it is and about, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like save all that for face to face interaction. Yeah. Like I'm not at that point. Like it's, it's not like I'm playing around, like I'm ready to buy. So yeah. Why don't I just come to you and we can have all that, all that talk face to face. And then because
3: I, Eric, people treat this the same as online shopping, and people have gotten so spoiled with online shopping, so they want all the details, and they they don't want to fucking lift a goddamn foot.
2: Yeah, you're right. It's it, it's so frustrating. They don't want to. They it's like they don't even actually want to buy. They just want to talk about it. And they yeah, they are treating me like Amazon. Like no, this is not browse and ask a million questions. Like do you want it or not? It's really I don't know, man. It's my fault, but Eric, Eric you know what
3: my Facebook marketplace is? What? At least pre-COVID, it was the dumpster right out <laughs> back. I've taken plenty of things there. They disappear within a couple hours. Yeah. I've got numerous furniture items I'm looking at right now sitting in my apartment. Hell yeah. A TV, perfectly functional TVs I'm staring at right now.
2: Hell yeah. See,
3: from I- this Facebook marketplace. See, I'm yeah, there's, no, there's no phone calls necessary. No face to face interaction with anyone. You just go nothing. out. If there's up there, eat that.
2: Nothing. I love that. I love that. I'm gonna do. Yeah. This, I'm gonna do the same thing tomorrow. I'm very excited. I have a whole pile of free shit, and I'm just gonna put it all in, on the end of my driveway. Like, yeah, just lay it out there,
3: man. People, people will find it.
2: Yeah, you see the, You hear that right now? Listen. Oh, there it was. You hear that beep? I cannot hear the beep. Probably one of these weirdos calling me. I'm not answering.
3: you uh, you got more <clears throat> more buyers.
2: But nobody has my phone number. I don't know unless this is one of those. Who knows? I'm just not gonna answer. I'll call back later. <clears throat> but no, I love that. Tomorrow I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna put a post up that just says like free, and it has all the pictures. No need to message me, do not contact me, no delivery, no BS. It's here if you want it, you have to physically come get it. Yeah. No questions.
3: Now now uh action might be down a little bit just because of the COVID. Like people are a little paranoid about taking other people's
2: shit. Yeah, but the uh the weirdos like that love that shit, they are thirsty, man. Like everybody who has a garage sale, it blows up. Oh really? So you know, you know like... more
3: so than normal in theory?
2: Yeah, because it's like, it, well, normally in Peoria you get the casuals. Like, people like, you know, I would stop at a garage sale. if I, You know, if I drove by and saw something I might be interested in, I'll pull over. That's true. But, like, in this, in this case, like, you really just get in the diehards. Like, that population of people that buy everything for no reason. Yeah, the hoarders. They're basically hoarders. I mean, some of them disguise it and other bullshit, but, yeah, hoarders. So, yeah, the hoarders, dude, like, every time there's a garage sale, that shit is bumping. Those hoarders are dying to get out there and buy some dumb shit. So, I think it'll work, especially in... I've done this free technique before, and the, it's crazy, man. People, when it's free, they just come there and grab it. They don't even need Absolutely. it. They just want it.
3: There's no risk. <clears throat> zero risk. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Well, I guess there's a... I mean, with COVID, there's a little risk. But, essentially, other than that, zero risk.
2: Yeah. So... Yeah, so that's a th-
3: that's a third COVID mention of the podcast, Bobby. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer.
2: Yeah, we haven't talked <laughs> about the, we haven't mentioned the COVID in a long time. I figure there's enough press on that. Yeah. But, well,
3: uh, <clears throat> anyway, wrestling—they're wearing masks.
2: Uh, where I didn't see any—I didn't see a damn thing this week except I did see one thing, but um. The wrestlers are wearing masks?
3: No, no, I misspoke. The audience members, it, the, there's nothing about it being mandatory, but this week there was probably about nine people out of ten wearing masks, whereas last week it was one or two of them. Okay. And they, they got their Raw and SmackDown masks, their WWE sponsored masks. Some of them just have traditional masks, but some of them are plugging.
2: Did uh, anything good happen? Like, how was the week?
3: Uh, it's, it's it's getting better. It's not great, but it's getting better, Eric. There's some juice.
2: Speaking of the juice, uh, wh- where is, like, what's going on with Jeff Hardy and uh, Seamus?
3: I'm glad you asked, Eric, because this week, Seamus was hosting a toast to Jeff Hardy. You asked yourself, what the hell is that? <laughs> This was the main event of SmackDown.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that, actually.
3: So, Jeff Hardy comes out to the ring where there's a a, a little mini bar with a bartender. You know, like a fancy waiter that has the uh, napkin draped over his forearm. Oh, yeah. So, you have that, and Jeff's just, like, talking to Sheamus. Sheamus isn't out there yet. Jeff's just talking to him. He's like, I know I got... I know." You're trying to break me. Come on, just bring it on. What do you got what, what is this crap? Vince Seamus pops up on Zoom. He's hanging out at home. Okay. He's got his own bar. Okay. Yeah.
2: So he just arranges this. He's not even in building.
3: Yeah. How do you have a toast to Jeff Hardy if you're not even there?
2: Yeah, that's stupid.
3: Especially as the main event of SmackDown. So he's He's just trying to be little jeff hardy and you know do the whole yeah you're an addict you 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 can't help you know you want to put your lips on that bottle and jeff's just like not breaking and shit and then uh as seamus gives some sort of silent cue to the uh bartender this bartender Gets super close to Jeff Hardy and puts this thing of champagne like fucking six inches in front of Jeff Hardy's face. Like, there's a difference between offering and literally shoving this in the dude's face. It's just <laughs> sitting there being presented, like, you know, right yeah. in front of your fucking nose. Yeah. And, you know, the crowd's getting into this. They don't know what to think. They're, they're, they're booing. They're like, no, no. Jeff Hardy eventually, he takes the champagne and he toasts Seamus It dumps down on the bartender's head. As the bartender looks away, Jeff Hardy takes one of the fifths from the minibar, busts it over the bartender's head, and then delivers a swanton to the bartender.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so did the bartender clearly look like a wrestler or what, what do he look like?
3: Yeah, he's definitely at, on the athletic side. He was wearing uh, fluffy pirate shirts, Jerry Seinfeld style, so you couldn't really tell.
2: Yeah, but I mean, he was somebody.
3: Yeah, he, he was definitely a young athletic type.
2: Hell yeah! Hopefully, that's like a. I hope that was like a local guy, like enhancement talent, as they call him. Yeah, that'd like
3: be... um, the five star, six star booty.
2: Yes, yes, like JT Energy was on Raw. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's that would be a legendary story. Like, he was the bartender that got swantonned? That's, that's
3: gotta be dangerous. I mean, there's broken glass all over the place. And then he's taking a swanton, and there's still broken glass right there. Oh, like, yeah. that seems pretty dangerous of a spot.
2: Do they have, like, gimmick glass, or how's that work, you think?
3: I mean, this looked and sounded real.
2: but I'm, I'm sure they do, but I mean, does wrestling use them? I don't know. I've never heard anything about that.
3: Oh, I, I know uh, when they used to throw people through the windows, that'd be like the already shatter, pre-shattered glass or whatever.
2: Yeah, where it just, like, falls into a million little, like, balls. Yeah. Almost.
3: Yeah, it just disintegrates into powder. Uh, so
2: what's... Uh, so so,
3: that that's what's going on with the juice, but <laughs> Eric. Okay. Bro.
2: Bruh. Bruh. Matt Riddle?
3: Because we started start off this week of SmackDown with a bro interview with Michael Cole and the original bro, Matt Riddle.
2: Okay. Was it anything <clears throat> concerning? Because he just got me to
3: He got you what?
2: I said he just got me to'd.
3: Oh, um, real did?
2: Yeah, prior to this. But he. Bro. He, he, bro. Yeah, he came out and. Uh, uh, he's, he's denying it all the way, which I mean, who, who, the, I mean, I'm not here to, to debate that. I have no idea, but, uh, but, um, yeah, apparently he did cheat on his wife with this girl, but it was all consensual and, uh, she's, he just thinks she's like a scorned woman or whatever. Uh, and his wife already knows about the affair, blah, blah. it doesn't matter, but th- it didn't have anything to do with that.
3: No, and one way okay. or the other, we, we found out that he was not wearing shoes because he told <laughs> us in this interview that he never wears shoes.
2: No yeah, he's the broski.
3: and he, he told this story from when he was a little kid like he went off on this such a Spicoli type rant. He's telling a story about how he's a little kid and his family had gone up to vacation somewhere in Wisconsin, bro. <laughs> I don't know where he was, but it'd be really cold outside and there'd be an indoor swimming pool, bro. Hell oh, yeah. He'd go in from going outside in the cold snow and then coming back in and warming his feet up in the pool, bro. Okay. And he said one time he uh almost stayed out there too long, came back in, and his mom said, you about got frostbite. And he said they they're thinking of uh, amputating the bro's toesies, bro.
2: Oh, shit. He's going to get his toes amputated because they were too chilly?
3: So, yeah, yeah. And ever since then, he hasn't worn shoes because shoes give him that same burning feeling that he got when he came back in the pool and had frostbite, bro.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. So they had to find a way to explain his flip-flops. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think I needed an explanation. What's that? I said I didn't think I needed an explanation. I pretty much got it. I was, just like, yeah. I was just like, oh, he's a laid-back Spicoli type of guy. He doesn't wear, he just slip them on. That's why he wears them.
3: Yeah, I, I didn't need the five-minute backstory, but either way, uh, Corey popped in with quite the funny uh, tagline right after this interview because he's, he's alone on commentary since Cole's in the ring. Corey just says, what kind of family goes on vacation to Wisconsin?
2: <laughs> I mean Wisconsin Dells right that's the only thing people go to
3: that that's what I assume we never said the Dells but we all gotta assume the Dells
2: right yeah, yeah, yeah we gotta assume
3: but I agree with them it's kind of like joking no in Cleveland you guys think Wisconsin's cool
2: yeah everything about Wisconsin makes me sick actually I don't think I'd ever want to live in Wisconsin.
3: And the side changing about Wisconsin, Wisconsin. it has affected my attitude towards Onus, which is a sad thing.
2: Oh, because he's a Packers fan?
3: Yeah. I don't want it to, but
2: (sighs) yeah,
3: you should have mentioned that.
2: Yeah, no, you should never mention that. What are they doing? Same old same?
3: They were uh, MIA this time, but that, that wasn't all from the Riddle segment, Eric, because oh. Corbin interrupted. Okay. And then, uh, Corbin's just, like, uh, getting on Riddle because Riddle attacked him last week, like, when everyone on SmackDown was ganging up on Corbin at the end of the night. Riddle got him a couple of cheap shots. Not cheap shots, what Corbin thinks are cheap shots.
2: Yeah.
3: So, uh, he starts insulting Riddle and shit. Classic Corbin and uh, Riddle wants to fight him but instead of fighting Corbin Corbin says Riddle can fight John Morrison so Riddle and Morrison fight and Riddle wins that and then AJ attacks Riddle not really sure why I guess they still Riddle doesn't know who he has beef with yet I think Corbin would be a great first opponent for him but it could be kind of uh, out of his league
2: yeah I mean, I, AJ like AJ would be sweet, but that's too quick. You know.
3: Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I don't think AJ would be a good first opponent.
2: No, I think it's too quick. But yeah, Corbin might be alright. I mean, he's a really good heel. So if you want, yeah. if you want to make a really good baby face.
3: Yeah. So I hope they set something up there for Extreme Rules.
2: Extreme Rules Horror Show. Jeff, we got, uh, we had pretty good ratings last week. Actually beat, uh, Tony Khan. We actually beat AEW.
3: What our podcast,
2: dude? it? Yeah, in ratings. In the mail uh, demo. Uh, uh 18 to, to 49. I believe it. So, uh, I think it was because the word whore was in the title so I think that's the that's the direction from here for the next couple weeks we we keep peppering in uh, specific phrasing to build our audience you
3: told me this after I went on a little bit of a masquerade earlier we're probably gonna get heads turned off Yeah. <laughs> oh shit <laughs>
2: uh, but no um what were we talking about before? I just when you, oh, you said you said something about Extreme Rules. I don't know why it reminded me of the horror show, but okay. Uh, is there anything? Has there anything been added? My internet's not working right now. To the uh, whor- to the Extreme Rules card, like anything on SmackDown that you remember?
3: Anything added to the Extreme Rules card? You mean?
2: Yeah, Extreme Rules horror show.
3: Extreme Rules horror show card. Yes. Um Bailey and Nikki Cross have a title match I don't know if that was official or not
2: Okay, no, we already knew about Bailey and Nikki Cross Yeah, I think we knew about that
3: Yeah, Uh I really haven't been paying much attention to the car But there is another horror show aspect Coming into play on Raw
2: Okay, let's hear about it, I'm excited <laughs>
3: this started off with the Kevin Owens show with Seth Rollins uh Kevin Owens not medically cleared apparently but he's hosting the show uh
2: and Seth Rollins is in a uh uh, a story with Rey Mysterio right correct okay
3: where he uh you know he kind of scratched Rey Mysterio's eye on the steel steps and Rey's been out and He's threatened to do the same thing with Dominic and getting Dominic involved <laughs> and everything.
2: Okay. Spitting this Messiah shit. Okay, I'm sure you'll get to it, but I want to hear about the eye for an eye match because I did hear something about that.
3: That that is the that is the punchline of the story. Okay. Um. Yeah, Ray and Dominic come out and uh, Ray accepts the match with Seth at at Extreme Rules. And then um, KO volunteers to tag with Rey Mysterio against Rollins and Murphy because there's some shit talking. And during the shit talking, uh, they're like, hey, why don't we put the stipulation of our Extreme Rules match on the line? So the winner of this tag match, Rey and Kevin Owens versus Rollins and Murphy, gets to pick the stipulations. Okay. Uh, Rey, Rey and KO end up winning this, and... Ray proposes an eye for an eye match. We have no explanation what that means, but I mean, use your imagination. Someone's getting their eye torn out.
2: <laughs> Damn, Vader! Big, big Van Vader style. Seriously, uh, I so I wish I, my internet was working because somebody was saying like, like, oh, AEW already did that. And I'm like, what? How do they already? I didn't even know what an eye for an eye match is. So, do you know anything about that part of the story? About AEW doing it? Yeah.
3: No, I haven't. I mean, you know my AEW coverage. I'm a loyalist.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, I don't watch it either. But I don't have the opportunity to. If I did, I probably would. I would. At least I would, like, kind of. I don't know. If I had time, I would. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm totally a hater on it. I don't like it from what I've seen. Um, yeah. But. You know, if, if I had the opportunity, if it was, like, on Hulu, I'm saying, like, SmackDown is and Raw is. If I had a, bo- a night where I had nothing to do, I'd probably watch something, but...
3: No, I, I just... it, but I'm still trying to fit NXT and, and failing to do so on a weekly basis, so... Oh, yeah.
2: Speaking of that, the Great American Bash did really well. Did you catch any of that?
3: No, that was just a uh, normal NXT... On USA, that they titled the Great American Bash. This wasn't a pay per view or anything. Okay, it's just their Wednesday night episode that was on. I want to say the eighth. No, not the eighth. The first of July, I guess that would have been.
2: But was it was it Wednesday and Thursday or what? I heard it was a two night extravaganza. Uh...
3: I'm not. I'm not sure to be honest. Uh, my cable, my DVR only recorded one day's worth of NXT. So if it was the next day, then it had a different title, huh. or if my DVR just didn't know to record it.
2: Okay. I'm not sure there. Okay. I,
3: I, I'm useless as far as that information is concerned.
2: Oh, well, I am too. I mean, I don't. I was just curious if you heard anything about that, but uh, I, I did hear it was really good, and uh, I know. Are you gonna watch it or you you want spoilers?
3: No, spoil it. I already deleted it.
2: Uh Keith Lee I guess is now two belts Keith Lee. Cause he won against uh who is the current champ? Adam Cole Bebe? The NXT championship? Yeah. You gotta
3: be you gotta
2: be beeping me, Wagner. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're putting a lot of gas on Keith Lee. I'm pretty well, sure. I mean,
3: rightfully so. I'm just surprised, like, of all the times to take the belt
2: off Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. You know, I've
3: been calling for that for like a year and a half, it seems like. Yeah. And they they do it on a non-takeover and not even a pay-per-view.
2: Okay. Now now we're bridging into what I did what I did for wrestling this week, Jeff. Should we take it there? Absolutely. Because what well, you said they a non-pay-per-view, so it's interesting that this just happened because <clears throat> I I found out through uh, Jim Ross, you know what I mean, Main Event Mustard, Jeff. Main, yeah, Main Event Mustard. Main Jim. Event Mustard, uh, Chipotle Ketchup, <laughs> uh, JR's Original Barbecue, and um, dang, I don't remember. I think there is a fourth one, but anyway of course sir. <laughs> on his uh podcast he was doing a review of what was at the time the most viewed wrestling television program in history uh they also had a massive crowd but i don't know how those numbers stack up but a but a huge fucking crowd uh was they were doing a a uh, Monday Night Nitro um recap and it happened to be what caught my eye is because it happened to be on your birthday, seven six. So happy, ber- happy belated birthday from the Boom DDT podcast, Jeff. Hey, thank you. <laughs> so it caught my eye. I was like, oh, that's Jeff's birthday, seventh, and it was so it was July sixth, nineteen ninety eight, and this was a also not a pay per view, but it was uh, Goldberg's first title shot versus Hulk Hogan in the main event. Man. So, also very strange to not do on a pay per view, but, um, I mean they were owned by a television company, so I guess not that weird.
3: Yeah, and especially in those days, that that was when WWE was starting to win the Monday Night Wars, or at least take take hold of the Monday Night Wars
2: in their favor. So, yeah, this is both, after both uh, companies were more eager to do shit.
3: On a Monday Night Raw or a Monday Night Nitro, than on pay per views back in the day, you had to be spontaneous to get yeah. the viewers.
2: Yeah. So, this is a show <clears throat> for any of the casual fans that are listening and like to just go back and watch random shit. I, re- I recommend this one, it was a lot of fun. It had a lot of the stupid uh, WCW shit that they're known for that, you know, would eventually cause their demise, but it had a lot of good shit too. You get a good look at the roster and it's just unbelievable at that time. I mean, you had like Booker T, you had Bret Hart, Hogan, Nash.
0: Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep.
2: It was when their roster was the best it ever was, and Goldberg obviously, and fucking Goldberg, dude, was over as shit right now. Er, oh, yeah! <clears throat> like this is his peak. Like, watch this episode to see why the fuck Goldberg is still talk is still making millions off of a uh, like a <laughs> like a fucking year and a half run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. But if you go if you want to go back and see why, this will show you why because it's it is Stone Cold level pops.
3: no <clears throat> Stone Cold and the Rock.
2: Yeah, like these are these are top of the line pops. The pop when he so I'll just kinda go through the night. It starts out with uh and I'm just going I don't I didn't write anything down, so it starts out with uh Hogan and Bischoff do a uh a little uh, promo in the ring, and he's basically, like, Goldberg versus Hogan has already been booked, but he's going to go in the ring, and he's going to do the classic, like, this match isn't going to happen. Like, if you want to get to me, you got to go through blah, blah, blah first. You know, like that classic angle. Yep. <clears throat> so he's like, you're going to have to go through one of my NWO brothers, brother. And he just keeps saying brothers. Yeah, he keeps saying that. <laughs> he won't tell you who it is but he does say that like he's been gone for a while so i guess you could probably guess if you were watching wrestling at the time cuz at this time Scott Hall was had been gone wow. on injury or i don't really fucking know but he just keeps saying so anyway we get we come to find out that he has to face Scott Hall first to get to Hogan later on so the Scott Hall match is pretty good um there's a deep, A-O. Yeah, AO. <laughs> there's the there's a Dean Malenko Booker T match that's really fucking good. Oh, Dean
3: Dean Malenko's one of the best
2: in ring tacticians. Oh he he was so good, the Iceman. I love that nickname, dude. <laughs> when I when I hear of uh Chuck Liddell, I'm like <laughs> Dude he he's that Chuck Liddell, what are you talking about that sissy UFC stuff? He he ain't the Iceman. the Iceman is Dean Malenko (laughs) yeah but that was a great fucking match Uh, by the way the whole commentary team is in tuxedos like this is uh, a they've gone all out for this fucking pay per view man they got the Georgia Dome packed like it is a huge crowd and they do the sweeping crowd shots you know how they do uh, oh yeah, it just looks but great. But this, this is a nitro. This isn't a pay per view, right? Yeah, this is a nitro. But I'm saying okay, like they're just clarifying. They're going all in. Like it's pay per view style.
3: Yeah, they're they're, they're treating it at, like a WrestleMania.
2: Exactly. Everybody's in tuxedos. Um, the first match I think is uh, Raven versus um. Canyon. Canyon. Do you remember him? Oh
3: yeah, Chris Canyon.
2: Yes. Raven versus Canyon, and this is a crazy match. He does. There's a spot where they do a uh, a superplex, but it's a middle rope superplex, but it's through uh, a chair, and I don't mean like the chairs laid flat on the ground. Like I mean, they rarely. I don't think they do it today, but the one where they set the chair up and then throw him through it.
3: Which way was the chair facing?
2: Uh, It was like sideways. So the Raven was supposed to put canyon's back through like the seat of the chair you know what i mean i got you without
3: hitting the spine
2: (laughs) yeah isn't that crazy dangerous fucking shit
3: that that is yeah that is not safe
2: no but he pulled it the raven did he did a good job he got him there
3: i think i've seen lately at least in like nxt or something or maybe AEW or one of the two I think I've seen them uh do that shit with like two chairs, you know, like uh,
2: wow. ass to
3: ass with the spines yep. away from each other.
2: Yeah, that probably is the safer way. It's a bigger target.
3: Yeah, it gives you like a runway of sorts, but still.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dangerous. Yeah, it was it it, it was uh JR didn't like it because they immediately went to chairs and tables and stuff too early in the night which is it's a fair criticism but it was it was an entertaining match but then uh Perry Saturn comes in I don't know the the logistics of any of this beef but Perry Saturn on the interference and then uh pulls out a table and you could tell he like looks at it and like in his head he's like oh this is a real fucking table like he pulls out a real table like not a wrestling table and uh yeah a table yeah, and tries to do a splash through it and just thump. Just ravens on it. He tries oh. to do this huge splash. I mean, from the tables on the outside and he's on the top rope. So it's like a big one. And oh, it, man. And it just thumps. No, and the table doesn't even crack.
3: That, that thing's made of wood. Real sturdy.
2: <laughs> so that was, uh, that was interesting. Carl uh, Malone and Diamond Dallas Page make several appearances throughout the show.
3: Sweet Jesus!
2: Carl uh, Malone and Diamond Dallas Page are set to face Hogan and Dennis Rodman at Bash in the Beach, which is the following Sunday. So you get, you get a lot of them. You get for some reason in this angle, Carl uh, Malone's like a semi truck driver. Like not like he is Carl uh, Malone. Like the, we know he's Carl Malone, but I mean he keeps driving semis for some reason. Like there's footage of him and DDP supposedly uh, barreling down the fucking interstate with like a five car like cop, uh, <laughs> you know, cops around him. Just an escort, or are they chase? No, like an escort. Oh my
3: god.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. Wait, cool. who's driving? Malone, Malone, dude, yeah, Malone's supposed to be the driver. DDP's ride shotgun with a shotgun. Oh yeah, about to bust. And the Diamond Cutter's over as fuck right now. People are loving that, <laughs> loving that Diamond Cutter in
3: '98. That's insane to hear that DDP's that over. Yeah, you know, I was never a WCW fan, so when he came into WWE, it was used incorrectly. At first, he had the fucking creepy ass rapey gimmick with uh, American Badass Taker and Taker's then wife. Oh my Sarah. god, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, and it just went downhill with the DDP storylines in WWE from then, so I've never like seen them in a completely over-fashion.
2: No, yeah, they're digging him here, because Hogan's like, you know, the ultimate heel right now. And Rodman's a heel, you know, so they're supposed to be the good guys.
3: Now, so, uh, DDP's not affiliated with
2: NWO, never has been? Uh, not that I remember. At this point, there's like NWO Black and White, NWO Wolfpack, and then WCW. So, oh, Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, so like if Goldberg. When it starts to get
3: confusing, huh?
2: Yeah, so yeah, at this point, the. Like you said, the, they've. They're out of the 86 weeks. They beat WWE consistently, and. Uh both companies are like you said. Both companies are kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And at this point, the NWO is kind of—it's uh, not what it was. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of clowns in it, and it really, yeah. it really, it's really watered down at this point.
3: Yeah, it's just, it just got too large for its own good.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't think there's any other. Uh, Jericho's got cool parts in this episode. Lion saber? No, he's under. He's Jericho. He's got a sick shirt, dude. It says like, Monday Night Nitro is Jericho or something.
3: Oh man, that's something you did not hear too often. No, I mean, coming yeah. from a WWE loyalist.
2: Exactly. Yep. So, anyway, I'll get to the main event, but it's a it's a good watch, dude. I I'd recommend this. They had like the Nitro girls. I don't know if you remember them, but that was a great idea, dude. Had the, they had the Nitro Girls out there like five different times. Uh, they had this thing this they were doing that was called like the Nitro Party, and like you would send in videos of you and your buddies having like watch parties, and then they would pick uh, a winner, and then the Nitro Girls and me and Gene would come to your house and host, oh sweet Jesus, and host like a Nitro Party, you know. So they had
3: this uh, is sounding. Less like wrestling and more like Hooters.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you remember how wrestling was back then? No,
3: I know. I know. I'm not, I'm not acting as if WWE was any, any better in any sense.
2: No. Yeah. This is... I mean, they know their demo.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, the main event was... It's a great... It's a really good match, dude. Like, I was super surprised. Like, it starts out, Hogan... Uh... And Goldberg, like, actually having, like, a good match. Like, you're actually into it. Like, y- you remember why people loved Goldberg. Like, at this point, he's young. He he is what he is, which is just, like, the, you know, the ultimate beast, you know. and he's And he's only got, like, a couple moves, but it doesn't matter because that's all he does and he's okay at it. And then the veterans are kind of helping him through matches, you know, you can tell. Yeah. I mean, and it it's good shit. It's a great fucking match and then they pull a classic WCW it's the most like when you see this scene, it luckily it's only like 15 seconds, but you'll want to blow your brains out like it's infuriating. So Hogan goes for uh the leg drop, you know. He sets him up like he always did, you know. Just yeah. the, the the scoop up power slam, hits the ropes leg drop, and then he stands up, and he knows, like, hey, man, it's Goldberg. Like, one's not going to do it. So he hits the ropes again, leg drop, and then uh, it's like a classic AEW or WCW move. Like, out of nowhere, for no fucking reason, like, the crowd is so into it. Like, anytime Goldberg even hits, like, a clothesline, dude, it's like a stone-cold pop. Like, they are just dying for this guy to steal this title.
3: Yeah, it's like when uh, The Rock would do his multiple punches. Like, as soon as he threw that first strike and cocked back for the second one, the crowd would go absolutely apeshit.
2: Yeah. So that's what's happened. I mean, we're in it. And then this is what they do. They They hit the two leg drops, and then, like, Kurt Henning or something comes running in for the interference. And it's just like, what the fuck? And the camera is off of the match when Goldberg kicks out of the two leg drops. Oh no! Isn't that some some straight bullshit?
3: Oh, you you put on tuxedos and <laughs> give us a whole night with the Nitro girls having Hooters wings at your house, yeah. and then you don't get the camera on the two
2: count. Yeah, the 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 false finish, man. Goldberg kicks out at two, but we don't even see it. We're looking at like Kurt Henning or somebody coming down the ramp, and oh, it's infuriating. Bishoff's head probably exploded in the back. Well, I mean, the, it, the fact that they didn't get the yeah the that that technical director probably got fired. But I mean, even just to book this run in pissed me off. Like, yeah, like it was no, go-
3: that's not a smart decision in the first place. But that's your classic no decision
2: without yeah.
3: uh, making anyone uh,
2: look bad. Yeah, yep. So luckily, it all filters out quick and. It goes back and you get, you know, the the finish you expect, which is the uh, the spear followed by the jackhammer. And uh, it's a quality of jackhammer, you know. He holds him up high. is delayed for like seven seconds probably. He's holding that hot dog
3: vertical. Yeah,
2: vertical hot dog. And uh, gets the three count in the crowd. I mean, it's one of the... It's one of the. They were reading Dave Meltzer's like review of it, and he said it's one of the biggest pops in the history of the business, and it is. If fucking place goes ape shit, dude. Man, you can you can you cannot
3: replicate how hype wrestling was in '98.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I
3: I totally believe every like. His, like, in hindsight, we look as WCW or the perception that WWE is thrown out there is WCW was competitor, but kind of lesser than.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: And this was not the case in 1998.
2: <clears throat> yeah, which it, it, you could argue that, and that's definitely tr- true in a lot of ways. But, yeah, you can see that they did have a couple of homegrown stars.
3: Yeah. No, so, WCW, <clears throat> I think they were... Absolutely, solid, comp- like, on even footing with WWF. Oh, yeah. And, like, it, it was actual competition. As a as loyalist back in the day, I, I, I would flip channels over to Nitro, and I'd see the hype-ass crowd. I'm like, why are these people this hype for these punks?
2: I wanna <laughs> want to watch Stoke Cold. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it was, it, you're right, I mean, there's a lot of legitimacy there, because they're stone-cold level pops, and granted, they are in Atlanta, which is, like, the home of WCW. Yeah, it's just... <sighs> it's, it's It's everything set up to succeed, I mean, they knew what they were doing, uh, but it, it totally worked, I mean, he got the, Goldberg got his first title, I think it was, like, his 107th match, even though those numbers are fudged, but... You know, at this point, he hadn't lost, is what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, the streak was well
2: underway. Yeah, the streak was well underway. Uh, so, so, yeah. Did
3: they have some catchphrase called, like, the streak versus the belt or anything like that?
2: No, no, I, I don't, uh, that's what I was thinking, the same thing. Like, I wonder when they announced this. You know? I'm,
3: I'm sure they had to give it at least a week.
2: Yeah, you would think. But it's just so weird, they did it at the go-home show. <clears throat> you know, but like we talked about it, it's a television company. Yeah. So they're looking for, you know, badass ratings. Absolutely. So, but yeah, if it, that's a good one for any casual fan. Just want to take a night to watch some wrestling. It's got, it's just a fun show. It's got a lot of nonsense and a lot of what made WCW horrible and a lot of what made WCW extremely likable. You know, it's got both. Both sides of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good one. So that's the only thing I watched this week. Just cause he I, said
3: he said uh Raw on that same night was good as well, right?
2: Yeah, so JR said that on Raw so this is a pretty pivotal night in wrestling history, it turns out. Jeff's birthday back in nineteen ninety eight. It's a good day. It was a good it was a hell of a day. What how old will we have been? Uh, I would have been turning nine. Okay,
3: and uh, the Bulls would have just had their uh, second three P.
2: Yep. Yep. And w- w- that's another thing I thought about was that versus the Jazz. Like, how funny would that be? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was the finals was versus the Jazz, and like Dennis Rodman went MIA on the team to go do wrestling.
2: Yeah. So that's another little piece that's crazy. I mean, think about that. Like two guys in the NBA Finals were wrestling. I uh, well, no, like Carl
3: Malone. I don't know if his was during the finals or after the finals, but still, they they had that. They, you know, that's obviously the feud. Dennis yeah. Rodman, who had faced Carl Malone in position and in the finals two years in a row. Yeah, you know, both playing that power forward.
2: Yeah. position yeah. It is they're
3: going at each other for <clears throat> rebounds
2: it is a great story like as far as cause you know those matches always suck like it just has to be done so you really have to try to like make the people that aren't wrestlers hide or you know however you want to do it but it's usually terrible but it is a great <laughs> backstory no it's
3: it's it's insane
2: Yeah, so that, excuse me, that night uh, on Raw was the debut of Cactus Jack. Bang, bang! Yep, and then they had, uh, damn. The Brawl for All, right?
3: The Brawl for All, where real fighting meets WWF and people get injured and it's not fun to watch. (laughs)
2: Yeah. And then they had DX doing uh, an impersonation of uh, the Nation of Domination.
3: Oh God, yes,
2: classic. Yeah, so uh, all moments that are are known by the wrestling community. So a pretty big fucking, pretty big fucking Monday night back in nineteen ninety eight. X Pac was wearing blackface. Oh my God, was he?
3: During that, during the Nation of Domination, uh, yeah thing, yeah.
2: You think they took that off the network, or it's still there?
3: Ooh, it's probably still there.
2: I bet you it's still there.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was, he, I, th- I think he was pretending to be Mark Henry. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that doesn't hold up too well these days.
2: No. Um. So, yeah, that's that's what I did this week, because I couldn't get to it. I just figured, you know what? This is relevant because it was on Jeff's birthday. It'll be something good to talk about if this week sucks. No, oh,
3: that's that's a hell of a hell of a treat. I'm definitely gonna at least fall asleep to that one once this week.
2: If anything, just fucking like if you're on a time crunch, just go ahead and you know how the WWE the network has that nice feature where you can go to the exact match. So, uh,
3: yeah, if the, if the format will actually work.
2: Yeah, so if that works, just go to the main event. I mean, you'll—I think you'll be impressed at uh, how well, like, cause we, cause you know, if you didn't watch Goldberg at this time, you've you've probably seen a lot of crappy Goldberg matches, especially recently. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. His, his sure. yeah his old run in WWE wasn't so bad, but uh, you know, the recent shit. I mean, he's old and everything that comes with that, but uh. I think you'd be surprised at how well he was doing when he was with a veteran like Hogan to guide him through everything. Like it, it was a good match. They didn't need that fucking run in at all. It's infuriating. Yeah, and you know, like he didn't have, he didn't have that uh, stigma
3: with the fans, with the marks at least. Yeah, openly as you do now, where people will uh, just give up on a mid match and lose all kayfabe, like just boo him because he's not a true wrestler.
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, there's truth to that, but still, like at this time, he was just a force to be reckoned with. He was a uh, hunt; it was the street versus the belt.
2: Yeah, it was just a, yeah, it's just an all out animal. I mean, that's how he was booked, and it worked, man. He was fucking strong, and he had his couple of moves, and that's all he needed, you know. Yeah. Like, For sure. People wonder if it worked. It's like, well, this dude's still making millions off of that one-and-a-half-year run. Yeah. So I'd say the booking was decent. Oh, yeah, it worked out (laughs) for Goldberg, sure. (laughs) So we only got about five minutes left, Jeff. Do you have anything else from the week that was? Yeah,
3: there's a couple of points from uh, Raw
2: that I'd like to touch on. Okay.
3: I don't know if Apollo Cruz is injured. I didn't catch the full story, but MVP and Lashley were out there, and they present what appears to be a new U.S. title. Yes, and it it's it's a brand new belt. MVP is donning it right now, but uh, it seems to be like just for decoration because Apollo Cruz is still the. Champion, I believe.
2: Yeah, he is. So why did they present it, and why wasn't he involved?
3: And when did he get injured? These
2: are all questions. Yeah. And so I have t- answers to none. So guess, uh, my comment
3: is uh, this: this belt, classic Mark Common, but this belt sucks.
2: Okay, I knew you were gonna. I knew you weren't gonna like it. I I actually think it's. I like it, but. They blew it. Let me tell you where they blew it. Is, uh... When you first... Like, if you were 100 yards away from that fucking belt, all you would see is champion. Yeah. Like, it just says champion. Really fucking big. It's like, yeah, we know he's a champion. It's a belt. Yeah. I I mean, what kind of champion is he? Like, he, he, he... Yeah, he's a champion. He's wearing the belt. What do you... Like, the... The champion is in bold block letters, and it's way too big. Like, other than that, that, I'm cool with it. Like, I like gold belts. Like, the big gold belt was my favorite belt of all time. Absolutely. The one that Goldberg just won, but really, uh, I mean, I always liked it since Ric Flair always had it. I mean, they they, they had that one in WWF that was really sick. So, it's debatable. I know
3: know which one you're talking about, the WWF world title.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's debatable, but I always like that one. So I'm okay with a lot of gold, but I don't, I don't understand why the champion's so big.
3: You can say, I love gold! <laughs> yeah. But no, like, I, I agree with the champion part. I didn't even think about that. I don't like, I'm parsing words here, I don't like how it says champion and not championship, the championship belt. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's, it's redundant, as you said. To just say champion, yeah, and yeah, there's no uh, flag back backdrop like we have with a uh, we we become accustomed to with the old titles of, for the U.S. Championship. Now, just I doesn't the word champion have the flag outline?
2: Uh, there's a flag somewhere. It's not a big flag. No, there's a there's a cool eagle.
3: There's a, uh, a rock-flagging
2: eagle? Yeah, there's a cool eagle, but... Uh, <clears throat> let's see. A lot of people are drawing connections to uh, Trump with this eagle, which is... I, I think it's extremely dumb to me.
3: I don't understand that.
2: I don't know. He made, like, some shirt that has an eagle on it that people say looks similar to the eagle in the... Uh, in like the Nazi symbol, or like this big Nazi thing that used to be behind Hitler, and it's like, dude, you can't like. People are just so ridiculous. Like you can't make that connection. Like there's eagles in all over American culture. Like you can't you can't just say like like whatever your political affiliation is. Like it doesn't matter. You just can't draw the connection between Trump having a fucking eagle on his shirt. To the to the Hitler eagle. Like if that's the case, like it looks like a classic eagle that you know from like tattoo culture, like from Americana tattoos, like everybody that has that eagle on their arm is is Hitler. Like what the fuck are you talking about? So a lot of people saw this eagle on this title and was like, Oh, it looks like Trump's eagle. It's like, no, it looks like every eagle.
3: Eric, you need <laughs> to get off Facebook.
2: <laughs> I know. Uh, here, I'm, uh, I think my internet's working I'm going to be able to pull this up The old one was cool uh, though I'm sorry, what would you say? I like the old one I mean, it, it was definitely time for an update But the old one was cool I, th-
3: I, th- I mean, it wasn't that old We've seen it since we've started watching wrestling It's less than five years Right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, no. but, well, no, oh, you mean it's been new since then? That
3: belt, that old belt was, like, when was that belt in in the loop?
2: Uh, what
3: was its reign?
2: Somebody said, like, 11 years.
3: Oh. Oh, never mind. I thought we saw a new U.S. title since we had been watching wrestling. So I thought it was uh five years and under belt type of belt.
2: Uh, so I got a picture of it. It's got a flag like behind the eagle, but all you can see is the stripes. There's no oh, and then the stars are above where it says U.S. Champion, but there's no blue. On the new title, yeah, there's no blue. So the stripes are red and white, but there's no blue up by the stars.
3: So it's a Where's Waldo belt.
2: Yeah, it's there's the only colors are red, white, black, and gold. Interesting. Eric,
0: two other things I need to get to real quick. Okay. Uh, the re-debut
3: of Kyrie Sane. She's back. Where'd she go? She uh, was, quote-unquote, injured from when Nia Jax attacked her when she was playing a recorder. Oh, okay. A couple weeks back when, when uh, Nia and Asuka were having their feud. Okay. Uh, she came back and had a match with uh, Sasha Banks. Kyrie is an amazing wrestler. She's getting better and better each day. She looks really good in this match. Um, and it's looking like we're probably going to have a, a women's tag team championship. If that wasn't already set at Extreme Rules, it might be now. Who is it? I mean, the Kabuki Warriors versus Sasha and Bailey.
2: Oh, so we get the so the Kabuki warriors are still kind of a thing.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I said redebut with Kyrie, same with uh, out of any context. Sasha and Bailey were talking shit, and Asuka came out and they're like, "What are you gonna do about? it? You're all alone." She's like, Nope, no, nope, I'm not alone." And then Kyrie popped out. and Yeah. Okay. It wasn't good.
2: Hell yeah. Um-er.
3: So that that's that's something to keep a lookout for. I'm not sure if there's a match in Extreme Rules or not, but we'll see. Also, in the DMACC-Dolph thing, uh, Dolph was uh, bringing up a lot of history, talking about backstabbing back in the day when they had a trio. Uh, D-Mac apparently backstabbed Dolph. Uh, He's been ungrateful. And then he brought out wrestling free agent Heath Slater.
2: Okay, legendary jobber,
3: who was not in kayfabe. He was not talking about kids, but he was talking about kids. He said, "I'm trying to provide for my family, not not the 20 kids that all these people think I have, but my two little daughters." <laughs> you know, get, getting emotional because apparently, yeah. uh, when D-Mac was on the down and outs of WWE, Heath Slater called him to. uh like help him out and console him and shit, and now that D Max on top of the world and he Slater got canned thanks to COVID, uh, he was expecting the same thing. So they were kind of working in a little shoot there.
2: Okay, I like that.
3: And he wanted he wanted a he wanted a match with uh, D Max over and D Max just squashed Heath. And then Dolph was getting mad at Heath because apparently Dolph put Heath Slater up to this. He's like, you blew it. You're supposed to beat him up. You didn't do your job. So clearly, like, this is all just inner workings for Dolph to get to DMAC. But Mm -hmm. it all blew up in Dolph's face. Uh, Heath got beaten. And then as he was trying to, uh, as Dolph was trying to yell at Heath, DMAC gave him a taste of the claymore. Okay. And this is all just setting up for the D-Mac uh, Dolph uh, Extreme Rules match, which Dolph is yet to announce his stipulation for.
2: So you think Heath Slater like is going to stick around, or do you think this is a one-time deal for now?
3: No, that that seemed to be a one-and-done.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, who knows? But yeah, uh, as far as I can see, that was just you. Uh, Dolph brought him in to do a
2: job, and he failed to do the job. Okay. Uh, yeah. We 3MB was like in the dark ages for us, right? You don't remember them? No. I I I'd like to see some of their shit because people do like to talk about them. They must have been something good.
3: It, it was who now? It was Dolph, DMac, and
2: no, it was uh, DMac, Heath Slater, and. uh uh, Jinder Mahal.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. 3&D.
2: That is right. The workhorse. And they look totally different. Like what, what, what an odd couple. It's just hilarious looking. Heath has the long hair, so he looks really different. Jinder has really short hair. And then, uh, and just much younger. And then mac is young as hell, baby face. No, no facial hair. Oh, yeah. And... I've never seen pictures of that D-Mac. They look hilarious. That's about all I got
3: from Raw. I do believe Big Show is still around somehow.
2: <laughs> Big Show was on uh, the the episode of Nitro. From 98. Heck of a career.
3: I'm sorry, you cutting out. What are you saying?
2: I said uh, he was on the episode of Nitro. Heck of a career.
3: Oh, was he really?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wow, ninety-eight man. He was the giant at that time.
3: Full circle.
2: Yeah. Uh, see that. Anything else, Jeff? Nah,
3: no. That that that's about it. Next week will be the go-home shows. Yeah, next uh, week. we're on SmackDown, and we'll have our Extreme Rules here next week.
2: Big show next week. We got uh, cooking with short shorts as well.
3: Oh, Cookie with Short Shorts and a Prediction Show?
2: Yeah, it's a big one. All right. Summertime Fights. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, thank you for that breakdown. It's kind of, I don't know if this is good or not, that you just come on here and explain to me what's going on in wrestling. (laughs) But uh, we'll get through it eventually. Yeah. Wrestling, we'll get through it too. In a couple of weeks, I'll be able to get back to watching and we won't have to do it like that. But I'm glad that you're telling me what the fuck's going on. I wish I could do a better job of it, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Uh, uh, happy belated birthday again, Jeff. Thanks, Sus. And um, we'll see you next week, okay? Huh? Sounds good. All right. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't you understand. Is it? The... Now Maybe. I don't. Now start I don't understand. Good. Huh? I see. Okay.
1: When you change your floor, it changes the whole room. Right now, save more on the floor of your dreams from LL Flooring. Save up to $500 on top of our already low prices. With a purchase of $1,500 or more, you'll receive a digital Visa gift card rebate. Visit LLCashback.com for details. Choose from our selection of quality floors and get special financing. Lumber Liquidators is now LL Flooring. These are the floors homes are built on.